Hello, my Stellas. Hey, last week I went to a movie with my family. I went to see The Sound of Freedom. If you haven't seen it, I would highly encourage you to do so. At a minimum, I would encourage you to look up some of the YouTube video interviews with Jim Caviezel and Tim Ballard and the producer of the movie. The degree to which the enemy tried to keep this movie from ever making it into theaters is astonishing. All major film outlets were all major film outlets, I should say, were refusing to release it. But God, right? It opened alongside Raiders of the Lost Ark on July 4th, and it surpassed all sales of that blockbuster. And it's grown more in sales each week, and the message is getting out. I believe people are hungry for truth, justice, and honor, and they're using their voices and their dollars to say so. But anyway, to my point, I walked away from that movie thinking, wow, now that is an example of being bold in your faith, regardless of the risk. Today, that's what we're talking about. What it means to be bold in your faith when it comes to your living and your leading. Now, before we get too far into the episode, I wanted to remind you of the 40% off promotional pricing for a more time strategy session with me. If you are ready to start creating more time for the things that matter most while boosting your efficiency and productivity, let's get started. My slots are really limited, so go grab your more time strategy session with me today. You can sign up at gracefieldleader.com slash more time method or click the link in the show notes. I can't wait to work with you and your unique needs to get you on the path toward time freedom. Welcome to the Gracefield Leader Podcast. Do you want better work-life balance? Do you get stuck in patterns of perfectionism and people-pleasing? Have you always been an overachiever, but never really feel good enough, no matter how much outward success you achieve? Hi, I'm Tanya, a wife, mom, leader, Christian life coach, and Jesus lover. For most of my life, I tried to find worthiness through achievement, but no matter how hard I worked or how much I achieved, I never felt like I was enough. I was left burned out, empty, and exhausted. I had no time or energy for myself or my family. I needed balance. I needed peace. I finally started to live like an unconditionally loved daughter of the King, saved by grace. This faith-led podcast will teach you self-care routines and practical leadership strategies to help you navigate life and leadership. If you're ready to stop people-pleasing and start living and leading God's way, this podcast is for you. Unbutton your blazers and roll up your sleeves, sister friends. It's time to get after it. So in this movie, The Sound of Freedom, Jim Caviezel, the actor, and Tim Ballard, the former federal agent that the movie is based on, are both living examples of men who are determined to be uncompromising when it comes to doing work that brings God glory and aligns with their faith values. Both have endured significant risks and consequences as a result. Tim Ballard walked away from a federal pension and all of the security that comes with that job 
to follow the uncertainty that came with the call on his life to save children who have fallen victim to the multi-billion dollar sex trafficking enterprise. Jim Caviezel was all but blacklisted as an actor after playing Jesus in The Passion of the Christ, and now again after playing in this movie, and being vocal about the corruption and crimes against children that happen at the hands of America's most elite. Both men are absolutely uncompromising in their faith and have amazing testimonies. I wonder, can we all say the same for ourselves? Are we willing to follow God's call on our lives regardless of the risk? Are we ready to be bold in our faith and be uncompromising in our values, even when it goes against the grain or is unpopular? I can't say that I was especially bold most of my life. However, I do see and I feel a boldness growing in me as I grow closer in my relationship with the Lord and am more intentional about listening for His will on my life. I am more uncomfortable now when I face choices or situations that feel out of alignment with my faith values. That discomfort is the Holy Spirit leading me away from my flesh and toward God's truth. I'm nowhere near as courageous as the Tim Ballards of the world, but I am waking up to some of the ways in which I can be more courageous when it comes to standing firmly on God's truth. I wanted to share a few examples of what that looks like for me and what it might look like for you, specifically in your professional lives. I think the workplace can be an especially challenging environment to demonstrate a boldness of faith. But maybe that's because we think of boldness from too narrow a perspective. Maybe we need to start with just considering the boldness is sometimes as simple as being an example of our faith in action. It doesn't always mean that we're overtly preaching from the proverbial pulpit, but rather we're making choices, communicating, and behaving in a way that aligns with God's will and His character. When it comes to my leadership role and how I function in my work environment, I feel a responsibility that grows daily to conduct myself in a way that, that says God is the CEO of my life. In other words, it is His truth, His authority, and His will that leads me. One aspect of living with a boldness of faith comes in the form of transparency. I'm transparent in my communication with team members. I'm not only transparent about work topics, but I don't hide or deny my faith. I try to lead from a place of service and truth. This has always been true when it comes to my subordinates, but I would say that I'm growing more courageous when it comes to transparency with all levels of leadership. I've had a few instances when I couldn't participate in some of our initiatives due to it feeling out of alignment with my faith values. I am fortunate because my beliefs and my choices were respected and supported, but it was a risk for me to voice my concerns. In order for me to operate from a place of integrity and honesty, I had to communicate my unwillingness to partake 
and be ready to endure whatever consequences that might bring. Not long ago, I wouldn't have been courageous enough to voice my concerns, and I would have likely tried to fly under the radar or just comply in some form or fashion. Now, let me caution you. Before you go and act from a place of ego, flesh, or impulsivity, if you feel like something might not align with God's truth and that you need to stand against it, please seek Him first. Be prayerful about it. Pray for His will. Pray for Him to help you to hear and see and know what He wants you to hear, see, and know. And look to His Word to see if what you are thinking of saying or doing aligns or contradicts God's Word or His nature. God will never contradict Himself. A second aspect of being bold in faith is through integrity. Boldly living your faith involves aligning your actions with your beliefs, demonstrating honesty, fairness, and ethical behavior in all of your professional dealings shows the values that you hold dear. In other words, walk your talk. It doesn't matter what you say you believe if your actions don't match up with your words. People will judge you by what you do, not what you say. A third way to demonstrate boldness of faith is in how you handle conflict and challenges. You will encounter people with differing opinions and occasionally resistance. It is crucial to stay composed and respectful during these situations. Focusing on having dialogue and seeking common ground. If you're reactive and judgmental, it is not a demonstration of Christ's character. And isn't that who we look to as our example of leadership? It is extremely powerful for someone to experience your ability to be calm, grace-giving, and loving regardless of what is coming at you. Even if someone has very different beliefs, it's important to be respectful and grace-giving. How else can you hope to reach unbelievers? Isn't the best way to live in such a way that they just have to know what you have that they don't? That's when you get to point them to Jesus. And finally, boldness of faith means leading by example. Boldly living your faith can inspire others to be more authentic and true to their values as well. By modeling sincerity and respect, you're encouraging a positive culture. The focus of living our faith is not from a seat of judgment and condemnation. It is from a place of grace. If you think about what is most likely to attract you to something you are unfamiliar with or leery of, which approach is most likely to have you searching for more? Are you going to want to learn more about something that brings hope, joy, and peace? Or are you going to want to learn more about something that seems to be a source of judgment and condemnation? Remember that your energy is contagious. If you want to lead people to Jesus, you should smell of Christ as you do life with him. That is not to say we are to be complacent and quiet 
or that all things are good and pleasing to God. There are things that we definitely need to stand for and stand against. There are things that we need to use our voices and our resources to stand against. While it may seem small, this podcast is one way in which I'm beginning to use my voice to stand up for truth and to hopefully be salt and light in the world for those who need to hear my message. There is a risk in putting your voice into the world, especially if it is a voice that seeks to spread God's message instead of the world's narrative. I'm in a place in my life and in my faith walk that I'm willing to take that risk. I'm willing to take that risk if it means just one person being helped or one person seeking to know Jesus more. You know what I would love to know? I would love to know how you are living boldly in your faith or how God is maybe nudging you to live more boldly in your faith. Would you share that with me? You can share it in the Facebook community, via email, or via SpeakPipe. It would be so cool if you would light up my inbox with your faith stories. Let's spread the light, my friends. Will you help me do that? Links to the community, to my email, and to leave me a message are all in the show notes. I challenge you to be bold in that way. And if you're comfortable with me sharing any parts of your faith story, please tell me that in your message. I think it would be so fun to share some of this on the show. So I'm going to leave you with that challenge, sister friends. As you go about your week, may you be grateful and grace-filled. I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. That's the only way for me to know if you're enjoying the show. Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free Facebook community. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journeys. You can find the link to the group in the show notes or go to gracefieldleader.com forward slash community. If you have questions or content ideas for the show, please send me a message on SpeakPipe or via email. Go to gracefilledleader.com forward slash contact and leave a written or voice recorded message. I would love to know how I can best serve you on the podcast. Now to him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Until next time, my friends, God bless.